0: Welcome to Molecules I've Ingested with Trey Radcliffe. This is episode one, Amazonian Giant Monkey Frog Poison, aka Combo Ceremony. So I couldn't figure out for this podcast series which molecule to begin with. So I decided you just can't go wrong with frog poison, right?
1: Right. I mean, the obvious choice.
0: (laughs) What, What could go wrong?
1: What could go wrong?
0: So you know, when people think about frogs and drugs, they often picture you know hippies running around, uh, licking random frogs. But this is not that kind of a story. And also, people wonder about like what's the difference between frogs and toads with the poison. Uh, Yeah, it is totally different. Uh, This frog from the Amazon, uh, the poison that comes out of it is completely different than. Imbibing the crystallized poison of the Sonoran Desert Toad in the molecular form of 5-MeO-DMT. Which oh, is a, a future what? episode.
1: Yeah. So, why do you, just straight off the, straight off the bus, why do you uh, do this?
0: That voice you hear is my friend and neighbor across the street here in New Zealand, Harriet. Uh, she also happens to be an awesome voice actress. And I thought she would be a fun person to tell this story to
1: ingesting frog poison
0: yeah yeah it's a great great question really <laughs> <laughs> and of course I, I wonder about this all the time too you know why I seek out these new experiences and whatnot
1: um but what did you like what enticed you just try it like you'd obviously heard
0: yeah well yeah, yeah I heard about it uh, quite a few times my friend uh Matt Mullenweg uh, who's the founder of WordPress uh, really cool dude, uh, we hiked the Camino de Santiago together with a big group, and he was my, my roommate. We walked from Portugal to Spain. And he's a burner. He's a burning man, veteran like me. And so, you know, when you room with a guy for over a week, you just learn pretty much everything about each other. And we talk about these things. And he told me about when he did the combo ceremony. And he said how much it just changed him uh, physically. Like, he had always carried like 10, 15 pounds of baby fat around with him his whole life, uh, even though he ate pretty good and he exercised. And he did this, and over the next uh, six to eight weeks, uh, that just kind of fell away. Um, and that's the. And as I research it more, everyone has different reactions to it. Um, the thought is generally that this poison goes into your system, and like the froggy knows what to fix. If there's an imbalance in your kidney or your your liver, your lymph nodes, it rebalances that. Because sometimes things can, you know how things get out of whack in your brain? Well, they can also get out of whack in your body. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, and I talked to other people that have done it. These are people that don't want to fuck up their lives, you know. <laughs> and they're not just like endlessly searching hippies. And maybe there is some wisdom to these ancient medicines, you know, that our ancestors used. So, parenthetically, about Matt... Uh, Both he and Tim Ferriss, and a number of other people, have donated money to this organization called MAPS, which is the Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies, where they're doing groundbreaking research on how to treat anxiety, depression, PTSD, all sorts of things. And the success rates are like 80, 90 percent. These are some fantastic studies, I'll put a link down below if you want to see it. Uh, Full disclosure, I also donate to MAPS little friends that donate to MAPS, and it's really a great um, organization that uh, complies with my overall goal of spreading consciousness and love around the world and healing so many people that are sick because a lot of these traditional ways of healing, like antidepressants and these sorts of things, they just, they just don't work that well. Uh, so anyway, uh, check it out. And also I'll put a link to a video from Dr. Rosalind Watts. From Imperial College London, and you can hear her talk about these things in medical terms as well. So just uh, help you down the rabbit hole.
1: So I was going to say, this has obviously been around for a while. This sort of thing, yeah, like it's this has tried been, and true. Yeah, well, it's
0: been around for you know thousands and thousands of yeah. years.
1: I know um, nothing about any of this. Right. Just to
0: well, that's why I want to, to do these episodes know? so we talk about this stuff. You know, yeah, other stories of mine I'll share. I'll do a different one with each episode. Uh, not just the 5-MeO-DMT from the crystallized poison of the snore Desert Toad, but also I'll talk about regular DMT, if there's any, if there's such a thing, uh, in, in addition to the full catalog of psychedelics like mushrooms, LSD, acid, 2CB, and blah blah blah. Uh, what's the difference between each of these? You'll find out in each episode. Uh, beyond these, I'll tell stories about everything from ketamine, to molly MDMA ecstasy, to ayahuasca, to hape, to sananga. To iboga, ibogaine, and beyond—oh, a lot of stuff. So
1: many words I don't know.
0: Yeah, well, I didn't used to the know them. I didn't used to know them either. Yeah, um, and a lot of, a lot of these have these scientific studies behind them that uh, show how healing they are. Uh, a lot of, a lot of them are in phase three trials with the FDA, um, out of Johns Hopkins uh, University, and also Imperial College of London, and. There's a a lot of research being done on these things. And so that's also why I'm interested in it, because maybe there are better ways to, you know, heal people and spread consciousness around the world because, I mean, not to get political or anything, but you can look around the world and see how many unconscious people there are and how much unconscious activity there is. And, you know, maybe reconnecting with the earth and trying some of these things that are being tested in like actual places, maybe they can help people on the individual level, and as people become healthier and more conscious on an individual level, it you know, slowly spreads uh, in a beautiful way. So that's another kind of modus operandi of mine. Uh, let's get going here. Uh, to begin with, do you see these two holes, these yes. two like fang marks? It
1: looks, like it looks like you've been bitten by a snake.
0: Yeah, kind right. Of. So that's... Well, that's what I'd assume. Yeah. So I think that's going to scar. Uh, while I was watching the shaman... He was up there doing his thing, you know, and uh, he had all these scars like all over his neck and arms, all these little dots. I was like, what is that? Is that like shingles? I don't even really know what shingles is. But then I realized after he started burning us uh, that it's going to scar up. So right. eventually so I felt like, yeah, like that. Those are burn marks. Yeah, they're burn marks. That's, that's how the poison goes in. Right. But I'll, I'll get to that. Okay, let's, uh, let's back up a minute. Um, <laughs> how did I end up in the South Island of New Zealand? meaning a shaman in Gore. Uh, gore of all places. Um, I think that's sort of like a farming community. Yeah, right? it's a
1: small rural New Zealand town, yeah. South Valentine. yeah.
0: Yeah, so I figure, you know, probably the best thing that could happen if you go to Gore is to get poisoned. <laughs> no, they're lovely people there. I can't, uh, I don't
1: actually think I've ever been to Gore. Yeah, and it's
0: well now you have a reason.
1: Absolutely shocking. I can either. hook you
0: up with a shaman. Yeah. Okay, so how did I find this guy? How do you, how do you find a shaman? Um, well, I do a few yoga and meditation retreats every year, and I always talk with yoga teachers and stuff because they're often on their own quest, mind, body, soul quest, which I think is fun and interesting. And so we've talked about different molecules we've done to you know, open our hearts and minds and all this stuff. And, and I was talking about the combo ceremony, something I've always been interested in. Uh, I've read a lot about, but I didn't know anyone that performed it. And I go, oh, well, there's this shaman down in Gore, his name's Toto, Uh, I'll hook you up. And so I talked to Toto um, and we just agreed to do it. And I was going to bring a friend and he seemed like a really fun guy. You know, he had this sort of uh, gentle laugh on the phone, you know how the the Dalai Lama is so it's just kind of, you can just tell he's smiling and happy in his heart all the time. That's the same vibe I got from, from Toto. So that's how I found this guy. And then I would have gone alone, but I have a, uh, a friend and, uh, uh he'll, rem- I'll change his name to, uh, <laughs> sprinkles. <Okay. laughs> so in these podcasts, I'll change the names of the guilty, uh, just, you know, just to protect For them or whatever. It. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. Right. And obviously Toto said it was okay if I mentioned him. I checked it out ahead is of time. Is
1: Toto um, from New Zealand or was he from uh, somewhere Yes.
0: <coughs> yes. He... Uh, actually, I think he's from Gore. He and is he's from Gore. Yeah. He and he's half Maori or quarter. I didn't ask. You know. He's got some Maori. It's clear. Which seems to make him more legitimate in my eyes. I don't know why. <laughs> I feel like they're quite connected to the earth. And, yeah. You know, ancient traditions. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah, so we drove up to his house, and um, of course, all along the way, uh, me and Sprinkles are talking about what it's going to be like, and why are we doing this? Has Sprinkles uh,
1: done anything like this before? No. no. So he's, a, no. he's new.
0: Yeah, Sprinkles is a bit of a psychonaut, you know, like right. me, which is right. someone that enjoys new experiences. Yeah. Just trying out plant medicines and seeing if there's anything there, mm-hmm. because, um, you know, there are scientific studies on a lot of stuff not on this Um, but really you have to experience these things rather than reading about them to really understand and maybe to be able to recommend them to friends or whatever Uh, yeah so we just both wanted experiential data on this stuff Um, anyway so we pull up to his house in gore and then we go around back and he comes out and greets us um you know he definitely looks like a shaman he's got his hair is all dreadlocks and it's up in one of those little knit caps you know, which mm-hmm. I think just gives you a sense of legitimacy He's got <laughs> dreadlocks. I don't know why he's up know. in the cap. Maybe he's having a bad <clears> hair day. I don't know if he can have a bad know. hair day if you have dreads, though. It might
1: just be a way to keep it up. Maybe. Especially if they're long. Yeah,
0: I didn't ask him that. We had other things to do. I suppose it's not important. Yeah, we had to poison each other. <laughs> yeah, we're going talk yeah. about hairstyles. Um, yeah, so he, he, was, he gave us hugs. He had all these beads. I recognized where some of the beads were from. Uh, He had little tattoos. He was smiling he was just kind of like glowing with positive energy, um, which I thought was great. So while planning this poison adventure, I called up Toto and gave him a little bit of my background and talked about my experimentation and curiosity and spiritual quest and these sorts of things. Here's Toto's message back to me. And as you can hear, he's also very excited about having his first baby or Pepe as you'll hear him mention in Maori.
2: Yeah, man, I know what you're talking about, brother. And that was a super awesome message, man. Smiling from ear to ear, bro. Brilliant, brilliant, man. You got a very uh, powerful gift there with your koriro, or the resonance of your sound. I feel that, my mate, straight from the heart. <laughs> yeah, man, awesome, bro. So yeah, I'll just share a few things now as uh, I go about my evening and, um, yeah bro, thank you, thank you uh, for trusting the chef and uh, yeah I feel uh, very, very elated that the recommendation is of a, of a high virtue, high vibration. For sure, combo is going to be something you definitely haven't experienced before uh, with those other beautiful uh, master plant teachers that you mentioned. So kamo um, for sure is in that whanau big time in that family. Eh? However, unlike um, a lot of the family members there, kambo is very much bioactive, so it's all in the body, so you'll be very present throughout the whole ceremony. We work with other sacred medicines as well to prepare you to receive the combo, like the hape, or rape situ in Spanish, or sananga medicine as well for the eyes. Uh, very powerful plant master, plant teachers in their own right, bro. And combined with all that we also add in uh, many other modalities from Aotearoa, from our ancestors bro, karakia, prayer, uh, sacred chants, uh, honohono, which is like to rejoin disconnected parts within the bodies, the energetic bodies. Uh, mahiatua, working with the, the guardians of this land, you know, uh, the, the high gods. <laughs> Yeah, and always the the Most High God, Creator of heaven and earth, you know, the unknowable, unforeseen one, (laughs) ever-present, beloved of our hearts, (laughs) is uh, the True Divine Physician. And so we combine all these things, and much more my man, to make it a very special, special Mm -hmm. occasion. And we can even quantify that through the studies that have been done on the uh, Sacred Frog, being that the incredible peptides that froggies loaded up with they cross the blood-brain barrier which is remarkable in itself and it it's the endocrine system of course they're hitting the chakra system okay so now we start moving to the the wairua, to the spirit to the soul cleansing oh yeah so even though um hey Puss. <laughs> he's trying to get into the nursery and wants to sleep in bubbles no you know i've got a barrier up <laughs> He's not to sleep in Bubba's bed. He's got to get out of that habit because Bubba will be here soon. Anyway, my man, I uh, yes, right, so once we work in all those areas, this is why we recommend doing the Trinity as well, bro, which is a Cabal Clos style uh, from all the way back to the Amazon. The Cabal close are uh, mixed blood indigenous healers that brought the medicine out of the jungle, into the towns and cities, into Babylon, and played. different modalities to help the people reset at a cellular level because they did not grown up with the medicine, you know, like the, the tribes would start a very young age the combo. Well. So this is why we recommend the Trinity, we call it the, so we do three sessions within a moon cycle, particular moon cycles, we can talk more about that. I don't want to overload you, but I thought it's a good opportunity on the voice message to share a lot of info that you can just reflect on, bro. And um, yeah, So, but the first thing is to be all initiated and you'll know whether to continue the work or not. Uh, And, yeah, so you have your initiation, you work deeply with the combo. Combo is clear as much as it can for that session. Incredible. So when we work on those levels, man, and we come back into alignment, our pure alignment, right? We become pure channels for for the divine spirituality. So for sure, we we become open to... um, the higher frequencies and the higher guidances and many many things are possible so in that respect you see it's very much like um uh the powerful um other master plant teachers that work in more of a psychoactive nature but uh yeah for sure combos bioactive harriet i know you're
0: a skeptic like me right
1: yeah i like things to be i guess proven i mean i'm yeah i'm realist
0: yeah well i would like to think i am to and I'm very skeptical I'm a man of science yes right
1: woman of science yeah I I am not (laughs) (laughs) anyway yeah yeah no
0: yeah um totally and so actually I have the same kind of level of skepticism as this guy named Michael Pollan he's an author um and I would recommend this book to everyone it's called how to change your mind and uh, he, he also tries all these things as a skeptic and comes out the other side really, really believing in. in them. Actually, he, you might remember he wrote another book called The Herbivore's Dilemma, which was very popular.
1: Sounds familiar. Another New York Times yeah.
0: bestseller. Um, yeah, so he was definitely fit the part. And he, he took us into this little container out behind his house. It was like a half-size container. And it was his little shaman vortex place. <laughs> And um, he said he had just gotten it. We were the first uh, clients Ooh. to use it, and uh, so we walked inside, and there's carpets and blankets, and there's a little heater because it was kind of cold. It was a cold day, and he has pictures of you know other uh, his masters or people that he respects, and there's little toad statues and froggy stuff around, and there's a big picture of this Amazonian giant frog on the on the wall. It was a painting that someone else had made for him. So it definitely felt good in there. Um, but then Sprinkles left the door open too long. It got super cold.
1: <laughs> good one, Sprinkles. Yeah, classic Sprinkles move.
0: <laughs> but the, Toto was cool. He didn't get mad. I didn't see any microaggressions towards Sprinkles no, or anything. He's
1: obviously very chill. Just a happy-go-lucky yep, guy. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And he has his first baby on the way. He's telling us about the baby, and he's so excited to be a dad. Cute. That, he was so excited. Like... Like, I was super excited for my first two kids. But by the time the third one rolled around, I'm like, ugh, I not enough of this.
1: Aww.
0: I'm just kidding, Scarlett. Poor Scarlett. Scarlett, I love you. Scarlett, you should not be listening to this <laughs> yeah, podcast. Definitely. Oh, my God. Uh, Turn it off now. Yeah. Okay, so we went in to his little place. And um, we sat, like, side by side, me and Sprinkles. And we were looking at Toto right across the way. We just had a little discussion. We talked about our intentions. Like, why are we doing this? What do we want to get out of it? Because, uh, you know, we're going to be there for four hours Whoa. with this guy.
1: So what are your intentions?
0: Uh, my intentions... What do you want to get out of it? That's a good question. We had different intentions. Um, I, am, I am curious if there's something out of balance in my physical body. Um, I... I didn't go into it with any expectations of seeing any visuals, right? There's other psychedelic experiences where you close your eyes and you see wild things, you know, like these are DMT or acid type experiences. I knew it was going to be a visual, so I wasn't, and I always look forward to those because it's so visually mesmerizing. It's really influenced my art in a lot of ways, but I knew this was a body thing, and I thought maybe there is something out of balance in my body.
1: And had this particular frog poison. Is this want no one to help with the physical? That's what they say. They say the froggy
0: goes in and figures out stuff that's wrong with your body and fixes it, but you don't really have any intellectual knowledge of like what's happening. You don't feel it in any part of your body. And also, I've always my weight's all over the place. I go up and down 10, 15 pounds, mostly because I'm not always that disciplined. I don't always get enough exercise. But you know, during lockdown and stuff, I was like, well maybe it'll do something you know who knows I'm not mm-hmm. doing it to lose weight I'm not upset with my body or anything but you know when you when you're fit physically you just generally feel better but well, maybe maybe it'll fix something now my friend sprinkles he, he was there for a different purpose mm-hmm. um, yes maybe it could fix something imbalanced in his body but he carries uh, pain yes. right like emotional a, pain yeah, yeah which a lot of people have yeah. um, a lot of people have various things they carry with them Um, you know, either severe PTSD or mild PTSD or depression, and it could be anything from like a serious childhood issue to like, even just like being abandoned in a, uh, shopping cart at, uh, you know, at pack and save for three hours or something. Yeah. Right. That stuff kind of sticks with you and it's hard to clear out yourself, you know, you do it through psychotherapy or whatever, but sometimes these things help. Mm -hmm. So he was curious about that. Maybe it would help him along these lines. So these were our, our intentions. And um, so then we begin the official ceremony. We, we leave his little place and we go out into the backyard and we're barefoot. And like I said, it was a cold day and it was very wet. And I'm like, I'm not really good at, my feet are really sensitive, you know? I'm not like these Kiwi people that just run around barefoot, not. you know? Uh, and so this was probably the hardest part of the ceremony, <laughs> except for the vomiting, which is coming up. Oh, uh the grass was so cold and he was doing a very nice maori ceremony i didn't know what he was talking about but i was into it like i i believed it you know the earth and the sky we we're mm-hmm. looking at the mountains mm-hmm. and and he was like touching us and hugging us and it was very cool you know i'm into it um so i'm like all right this is a nice start to kind of get you in a, a good set of good frame of mind and we went back inside and then we had discovered that we were not just going to do the uh, frog poison but he had prearranged uh, three, three things for us to try. The last thing being the frog poison. This is the official unofficial warning. I am not promoting the use of any of the molecules I discuss in each episode of the pod. Many of these, but not all, are illegal depending upon where you are. I may make specific references in certain episodes, but this is a boilerplate official warning. Additionally, should you decide to try anything, it's always smart to talk to your doctor. Doctors have heard everything, believe me, don't be shy. They'll tell you basically the same thing I'm telling you. Many of these are illegal, it drives these substances underground where unscrupulous people may cut or mix drugs with very dangerous toxins. Know your sources, be responsible, have a plan, talk to your doctor, be smart. Again, I am not endorsing any of this, but I thought it best to supply this kind of messaging on the pod. Now, back to the story. So the first thing was this thing called uh, rape, which is spelled like rape, uh, but mm-hmm. it's rape. It's also called hape. And I knew about this because my uh, Burning Man roommate, Jonatas from Brazil, he's done this rape, hape. Five or six times, and the way this works—have you ever heard of this? No, nope. no. Okay,
1: <laughs> all new to me. This
0: is my first time trying it, but I had I had heard about it. So the first the first step is to kind of cleanse your respiratory system.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The second step is to cleanse the the windows of your soul to clean the windows, of your, and then you get into the frog poison. Okay, right. the cool. step the step one Hape is he had this piece of bamboo. Okay, it was like in a V shape about the size of your hand it was hollow and then in one side uh he starts to stuff like a powder into it okay he had all these kind of powders in there yeah unfortunately there's no cocaine (laughs) but this is all stuff from like tree bark uh or uh roots so it's all
1: of herbal extraction
0: and they all come from the amazon And, you know, if you ever go to the Amazon, you can hang out with elders, and they can point at this tree, here's that, this plant does that. that's amazing. Right? And, you know, our ancestors definitely had a much closer connection with with nature. So even though I'm skeptical, I'm like, yeah, maybe there is something to this. So anyway, he takes this root powder, stuffs it into one end of this bamboo thing, then jams it into one of my nostrils, right up my, my left nostril. Yikes. Right? And he says, hold your breath. I was like, okay, um, whatever you say, this
1: sounds painful. Toto. Yeah. And then
0: he like blasts, you go, and it peeps? goes way up into my nasal cavity, oh. like a massive amount of powder. Like yeah. it feels like it hits the back of my skull.
1: This is a bit like a COVID-19 swab. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like yeah. it. Anyway, yeah. so he blo- he blows the and other end of up. his V into yeah. brain. Yeah, and
0: man, it is pain. Like you don't even know. Like I started wincing and my whole body was like shaking because it was like uncontrollable pain. I was moving my arms around. Right. Uh man, and then so hang
1: on—that's for the respiratory system.
0: Yes, so it okay. to cleanse it, <clears throat> righto? And then he he blasted up my other nostril, oh. right? Just for you know. I feel like do, I'm living vicariously divorce. here, and it's, it's oh man, it's so painful. And then meanwhile, sprinkles is over here to my right, and he's watching me just like fly all over the room in pain. And he's like, "Oh god, that train's do coming that. down the tracks." <laughs> Oh, oh, oh I'll, I've got to back up too. You'll you'll love this because you're uh, a real germaphobe hypochondriac. <laughs> okay, listen to this.
1: So you keep saying. <laughs> yes. Nothing wrong with
0: that. Hey, it's kept know. you alive this long.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Right. It's like saying, hey, it's not paranoid schizophrenia if the FBI and police really are after you. Oh
1: my gosh. Let's not go down um, that road. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yes, what am I going to...
0: Yeah. So b- before he does this, he goes, look, guys... Um, we're all sharing breath here. Okay, this is, we're all part of the same space. And he goes, if you have to drool or snot comes out of your nose uncontrollably, he goes, just let it. Don't worry about wiping away. If you have to cough, cough. He goes, don't cover into your mouth. elbow. No, he says, don't cover oh, your mouth. In fact, he said, if you sneeze.
1: Just let it all out.
0: He goes, have a full <laughs> sneeze, don't block it. In fact, if you could aim your sneeze at us, oh, that would be serious? great. Right. So, hang
1: on, is this pre or post- covid lockdown
0: well it's kind of in the middle this is not like a this is not like covid
1: full blown yeah Yeah, right right. yeah okay anyway
0: so i'm like okay bring it on shaman (laughs) bring it on uh because i'm not a germaphobe at all and uh or whatever so i wasn't worried about it sprinkles wasn't worried about it um so i'm like okay so yeah so It makes your nose run, it makes you cough and sneeze. So Sprinkles does it. And then he, as we're like going through this kind of painful scenario, and the pain probably lasts a good five minutes plus, and then it slowly tapers off. He would go around us and he had this big, it looked like a giant joint or something, but I think it was tobacco, he didn't tell us. And so he started smoking this thing while we're writhing in pain. (laughs) and he starts like blasting smoke all over (laughs) us and he gets really close and like blows it all over our faces and our stomachs and our groin he goes back behind us is like blasting all over our back and he's like touching our back and like he's hawking up fluid oh and like making little sneezes behind us and like just like just putting in our hair and back
1: i wish i was a fly on the wall oh so good it
0: (laughs) did you you definitely crossed my mind at one point i was like (laughs) Harriet would not be into this. No. She um, would just leave.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I would break. <laughs> you're ghost. just like,
0: where's the closest bar in yeah. yeah. Gore?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you have the vineyard. Surely,
0: oh my Gore gosh. has some pubs.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so okay. you're getting yeah, smoke blown at you from right. every angle. Yeah. And I'm
0: trying not to look over at Sprinkles, right? Because we're good friends and we always crack each other up. And yeah. I know that if we made eye contact, that we would just giggle. Right, not that we think it's stupid or anything. It's just such a weird situation, you know. And sometimes it's good to laugh about it, but we want to take it seriously sometimes. Yeah. So, and then he goes back around. He puts a different kind of root in and then blasts it up into our nostrils oh, twice more. God. And the second time wasn't any any better. I tell you. So, all right, phase one okay. complete. All right, and then, after we calm down a little bit, he has us lay on our backs, okay, with our head on a little pillow. And then, so phase two, the, the uh, cleaning the windows of the soul, or something like this, he said. Um, by the way, this story is completely anecdotal. This doesn't mean it's going to happen every time you go do frog poison, or you try these other substances. This is just my own, my own story. And by the way, I'll have links uh, in the notes where you can go read the Wikipedia thing, uh, you can read about safety stuff. Who shouldn't shouldn't do it. I'm not recommending any of this stuff. By I the way. won't be
1: doing it just for the record.
0: <laughs> <laughs> really? I haven't convinced you yet. <laughs> no. I haven't got it got to the good part. Oh
1: yeah. No. Oh really? Oh, yeah. It okay, wasn't the good part. Yeah, okay. the
0: vomiting, diarrhea. Oh, yeah. All this is good, wow. good stuff to come.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll just stick with my therapist. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you might need therapy after we record this.
1: Yeah, okay. I'm going to double my <laughs> sessions. There. Oh gosh. Yeah, carry okay. on. All
0: right. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, I'll have links down below um, about safety and other people talk about it. And people have actually died from doing this.
1: Wow. So, Yeah. Uh, but don't try this at home, kids. <laughs> right.
0: Don't don't pick up any frog and just start squeezing it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> so phase two, we're on our backs and we do this thing called Sananga, okay? Which is something I actually meant to research in the meantime, but I haven't. Um, but it is a eyedrop that comes from some other bark root thing. And this is commonly given to people uh, as a, not part of a ceremony, just sort of as a cleansing thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, They give it to kids, they give it to adults. Um, He does it all the time with other kids and things like that. And um, yeah, so it's, it's, uh, none of this stuff is illegal, by the way. Um, Everything that we're talking about is completely uh, legal in, in New Zealand. So I, I want to make sure I check that out first uh, with with Toto so he said yeah it's cool <laughs> so he drops his sonunga into our eyes and man it burned I felt like I, I felt like I was in like a barroom brawl and someone's gouging out my eyes like with a with their thumb right it's got they've got a sharp fit and they're just digging around in my eye socket mm-hmm. I it, two at once is
1: this cleaning the windows of your cell? It's
0: just doing something <laughs> Maybe I just have dirty, dirty eyes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right? Sounds like it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just cleaning out my dirty eyes and mind. Maybe that did it. I don't know. And then he was urging us to keep our eyes open as much oh. as we can. He goes, you're not going to want to, but, you know, try to keep your eyes open. I'm like, okay. And I'm pretty good at keeping my I have a very high pain tolerance, actually. But it was, it hurt like the dickens. So that lasted about. I say that. Oh, he also said, if you have to make any noises at all while i do this go ahead um because if you have to scream out in pain go ahead so i did a little bit of that and i don't know if i could hear sprinkles screaming over my own <laughs> screaming <laughs> <laughs> we're like wow. yeah having a good time here gore yeah. <laughs> yeah this wasn't in the brochure no for gore yeah yeah it's not
1: the but... the main tourist yeah. attraction <laughs>
0: It might, it might be now, though. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Turning it around them. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> okay. So. Um, yeah. So that's that. Then we're done with that. Now, now it's time for the uh, tree frog poison. Okay. So he gives us each a bucket. Um, he had forgotten that he told us to bring our own buckets.
1: Um, you'd, be, you'd BYO'd your bucket? Yeah.
0: We bought our own bucket. Yeah. But he had just got two buckets. So we wanted to use his because we felt like they might be more holy or something. You know, they were black also, so they would kind of hide whatever wow. ends up inside of them.
1: What color was yours that you brought?
0: <laughs> I brought one. I'll have to show it to you. It's got brought. it's got flowers on it. <laughs> it's clear and it's got oh, like really cute flowers on it. Yeah, like I, I can think it's,
1: yeah.
0: I think it was my daughter's. Anyway, <laughs> probably good. That uh, hey baby, that. can I borrow your bucket? <laughs> Thanks, Dad. will see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Just a common line the kids hear. Uh, oh, okay. Speaking of what what do you vomit up, let me tell you what this other shaman told me. So I was with another shaman um, who had invited me to this place called the Mothership in L.A. And uh, her, let's call her Prudence. Okay, so Prudence said that she had a combo ceremony, her first one when she was about 30, Okay. And her story was a lot different than Matt's, which made me think it's There's all an anecdotal. Edge. Matt Mullenwig was the guy oh, in the right. beginning who
1: Yeah, right, yeah.
0: So, um, yeah, Prudence said that so she was about 30 and she had worked her pretty much most of her adult life like as a bartender. And she was like drinking way too much, just partying nonstop, and she was like, Oh god, I've had enough. And so she went to this as sort of a cleanse, right? People do go to, it's very popular in California now too to do this because even if it doesn't cleanse something in your body, it cleanses your mind. Some people say it can help fight addiction. All of this is unproven, Uh, but there certainly can be a placebo effect. Um, There's no doubt about, there is science behind the placebo effect. And this is such a traumatic thing that maybe it serves as a more serious placebo effect. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so she was sick of drinking so much and blah, blah, blah. So she went in for her combo ceremony, and she said that immediately she, when she started vomiting, it was like pure black. almost like a black tar coming Ooh. out of her, like a molasses.
1: Like it actually was, or was she just seeing it like that?
0: Well, she says it actually was. I mean, this is her story. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So she did that, and then later uh, she vomited again, and it was like... It wasn't black, it was like a brown, disgusting. And the third time it was like yellow and more clear.
1: So it's just purging all of the, yeah. like the bad stuff.
0: Yeah, and she reckons it was just, um, I don't know, something. She thinks it fixed her liver in a way or something. Yeah. I don't know, because it's probably been so abused. And and then she said after that, you know, it did take a few weeks, but then she just like kind of stopped drinking so much. She might have, a you know, like one glass of red wine or two a couple times a week. But uh, yeah, so it seemed, I don't know, if again, placebo effect, don't know, but it did help help to reset her. If
1: it it works, it doesn't matter if it's placebo effect, does it?
0: Yeah. Hello, everybody. Um, I thought you might let you know this is an advertising-free pod. This is partially because I don't feel good about taking money and promoting things that I may not actually use or believe in, but it's mostly because no company in their right mind would ever advertise on a pod of this nature. Anyway, if you subscribe, you'll gain access to not only getting these episodes first, you'll get bonus Q&A podcasts. And even better, you'll get access to my wider world of over 150 videos that explore everything from photography to creativity to philosophy and beyond. You can subscribe for just the cost of a few cups of coffee per month. Come to stuckincustoms.com slash passport and sign up pronto. Pretty new to this, but we already have thousands of happy subscribers, so come join the family. Also, like Sam Harris, if you're just down on your luck or simply can't afford it, contact us at support at and we'll give you a free year-long subscription. I don't want money to get in the way of your education and fun. So anyway, I knew cool. that vomiting was in the cards as a definite, right? Or as a very high possibility. And he told us that you guys will probably vomit. That's why he us the buckets. So he also got us two liters of water. Um, I don't, what is that in gallons? Do you know?
1: No. We, uh, liters, I, we use liters it's here. It's
0: basically, it's about a gallon of water. That's what it feels like. Okay. I, I don't know the calculation, but... It's a lot of water, mm-hmm. and he he wanted us to drink it all in like five minutes or ten minutes, pretty quick, right? Because he wanted our stomachs to be full of water. Because the idea is that you probably are going to vomit, and you do want something in your in your stomach when you vomit, so you're
1: not ripping your so you're not dry and
0: retching, <laughs> right? Yeah. And he says there is a way. Some people do this dry, right? The dry combo ceremony. Because but it's often very painful for people's throats and stuff. I was like, well, all right. So he so drank all this water, which was not easy. Like, we were super bloated. Um, and then he told us, uh, you know, in addition to, like, sneezing and coughing and vomiting, you might have diarrhea.
1: Are you using and... the same bucket for your
0: bucket? <laughs> No, I was going to use Sprinkles bucket for the diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. That was you my backup plan. I didn't tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing else, that would make him vomit more, which is good, right? We're a team effort. Uh, but I was actually worried, because I, I didn't want to drop a deuce in my pants, <laughs> <laughs> especially in his new studio. You know, then it yeah, would be. Really christened. Like, well, no, truly. Right. He just to burn the whole studio down and build a new one. Like, this was disgusting. <laughs> um, yeah. But he did show us how to get to the bathroom in an emergency. And he said, you should take your bucket with you in case you're just double-ending it. So oh. I was like, oh, God, here we go. Here we go, Sprinkles. Oh.
1: Gosh.
0: Okay, so we drank all this stuff, and then he took a, a little stick, small stick, and he burned the end of it. And he asked us where we wanted to be burned, because that's how the frog poison gets into you, through uh, a, a burn, right? That exposes the subcutaneous layer. And the people sometimes do it on their ankles, their necks, their shoulders. He goes, "I want to do it on your shoulders, because that's close to the heart." And and he goes. And I said, oh, you know, I'll do this side and then sprinkles one to the other side. And I said, well, so we did end up doing the left deltoid. That's where my two little burn marks are. He goes, oh, good, that's the feminine side. He goes, many people start with that. He goes, and if you want to come back and do another one or a third one, the second time we'll do the masculine side and then we'll do it in the middle, like on a chakra or something. And I didn't really get the feeling like he's giving us an upsell. You know, it's like getting a, you get a deal if you get, you know, 10 massages or something. <laughs> um, but he was just telling us that yeah. people do sometimes come back for another ceremony if they need it and if they want it. Okay, so he burned us. And I expected that to hurt worse than it did. I thought it would be like being branded, you know, or something. Mm. It just felt actually like getting a little shot. That wasn't bad. Um, so he let that kind of sizzle away for a while.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like the smell of burning flesh to- right get you in the mood for the next part I, i'll oh. tell you
0: what sprinkles did smell pretty good while i was just <laughs> barbecuing away over there uh, <laughs> i thought you might like to know that toto gave us some very specific instructions before the event he said no drinking or anything else bad bad in air quotes for 10 days before the ceremony or the big combo toad poison ceremony he said doing some quote natural plant stuff end quote was okay while he was giggling i assumed he meant weed i don't really do weed anyway so that was no problem he said that if we cheated then the froggy would know i did all of this perfectly but i slipped up and had wine with friends three days before i sent toto a message of apology and he laughed, and he forgave me, and he said Froggy would forgive me as long as it was mindful and in the right spirit, that everything would be okay. So that was a relief. Okay, so then he pulled out this piece of wood. It was—it basically was about, imagine like a popsicle stick, that's twice as big, and it was shiny on top with a resin. And this is how they get the the poison, right? It was like a—it um, was dry, but it was shiny. The way they get the poison is they call out to the froggy, and he just hops out of the jungle, I guess. And they catch him, and then they 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 don't kill it, but they suspend it between these four twigs, kind of spread out, you know, like spread eagle. Medieval. Like it's being quartered, or yeah. something. Yeah. They say it doesn't hurt the frog. Who knows? I don't know. And then they tap the frog on the head, and it starts to ooze poison out of his back. And then they use this tree bark to scrape it up and it forms this resin on the thing, okay? And then they let the frog go. It hops back into the forest. And...
1: I'm just absolutely amazed that, like, humans at any point in history just came up with this idea. And just, oh, I know. blows well, my experience? mind. I why know. Why would they?
0: We do hear about yes. how they get the toad poison out. That's a different oh, episode. Gosh. Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> which is also very violent and not fun. Um, but you, some of these things you go into on a spiritual quest, you know, they're not going to be fun or interesting or enjoyable, but you do get something out of it. It depends on the molecule. Anywho. So he says, okay, guys, I'm about to scrape off some of this poison and put it into you. And he goes, right now it's this dry resin. He goes, I can activate it by using water. Uh, that will do, he goes, or I could use my saliva. He, and he goes, but some people don't like that. I'm like, dude, just use your saliva. I already have more saliva from you than, you know. It, we, it's not, we, why not use saliva at this point? Just go for it. He goes, it's better because I'm very pure inside. I said, right. I, I have no doubt. Definitely more pure than sprinkles.
1: <laughs> don't use sprinkles uh, saliva. <laughs> I'm
0: really trying to sprinkle some of the bus here. No, you don't want to use that.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: uh, okay, so...
1: So oh, a mix so... of frog poison and Toto's saliva. <laughs> yeah. sounds good.
0: Yeah, right. It, I think you know, uh, like you like chocolate chip cookies, right? You really eat them for the chocolate chips, and the dough which is just sort of a delivery mechanism. That's what Toto's saliva was like.
1: Right. Was it the dough or the he was?
0: I don't know. Analogy's breaking down. I'm okay. trying to really analyze it. Okay. So, yeah, so he he takes out this knife, like this Bowie knife. And he starts to scrape some of it off and it looks like a tiny little uh, pile of like guacamole or something. Very tiny. Or like wasabi. Mm-hmm. Like, let's think about it like that. Yeah. So then he, he takes off one little thing with a knife and then using the knife he puts it into the, he's not cutting me with a knife, it's just, he's just moving it like over there. Like a spatula. There, right? Like have. a spatula, yeah. yeah. And so he puts it on the bottom mark and he says, um, just before he does this, he says, listen, you're going to feel a little sting. Yeah. And he goes, and the first two minutes will not be unpleasurable. He goes, it won't be pleasurable, but it won't be unpleasurable. And then he goes, after that, it's going to get rough for you. He goes, and I can't tell you how long it's going to last. It could be 10 minutes. It could be an hour. It could be longer. And he goes, during that time, you are going to hate life. You're going to wonder why you came. You know, Why didn't you just stay at home under the blankets, watching Netflix and eating ice cream? Yeah, so uh, he says you're going to be hating life, and I was like, bring it on. That's not going to happen. Um, so then he put the poison on. I did feel a sting, and then he put it on sprinkles. Only in, in one mark, though, right? Just like a, it's like an appetizer. And within, I expected something completely different to happen. Um, I thought it would be like the toad poison that I did, which I uh, had through a diffuser or like an inhaler kind of thing. What's that thing called? Um, a
1: nebulizer.
0: Oh, it's a like a vaporizer. Nebulizer.
1: No. Vaporizer. Nebulizer. Nebulizer. That nebulizer? sounds way
0: cooler. I don't know what it, I'll think of it for that episode. Like it, well, no, it was like like an esmer inhaler. A little bit. No, but it's like instead of do, doing it through, like through a bong, it's more like a just it's a cleaner entry. And it doesn't really matter what it's called. It <laughs> I'll, I'll, it does matter, but when spacer. I felt. It doesn't matter. Let's, let's not worry about it. It doesn't matter. It got into my lungs in yeah. an efficient way. And I felt that poison spider web out through my whole body. Like, I felt every nerve as it just crawled through my body all the way down to my toes. And it was the weirdest feeling. Have you ever been poisoned no. at all? Oh, okay. like
1: food poisoning, yes.
0: That's a little different. <laughs> but something about poison, you just know you've been poisoned. There's Your body reacts in this reptilian kind of way. So, um... I thought I would feel some sort of spider-webby situation go from my uh, shoulder and then go across my body, but I didn't feel that, and I checked with sprinkles afterwards, we had the exact same experience, but within probably seven or eight seconds, our head got super hot, like a fever, yeah. like a super fever, like a fever like I have never had, mm-hmm. but you know, we knew that physiologically our blood was not that hot, because your blood can't go that hot that quickly, so, but it was the feeling of a super fever. And we actually like felt our ears throbbing from the inside with heat, okay? Because you don't normally feel your ears. Only when they get cold and you feel your ears. Or really hot. Or really hot. Yeah. As in this case. And like he said, it wasn't unpleasant. And I'm always analyzing my body to see what is my reaction to it. I'm trying to be a, a witness to what's happening, not just in my mind, but in my, in my body. And it's just feeling so weird. My whole body is getting hot. It's getting a little shaky, a little shaky. But then I, I had my eyes closed. I was sort of meditating, and then I opened my eyes a few times and kind of shook my eyebrows at Toto, like, bring it on, Shama. I'm ready. <laughs> and then he smiled at me, like, because he knows what's coming. I was like, oh, God. And then about a few minutes into it, I started feeling terrible. Like, not kill me now, terrible, but really bad. And I'll tell you the exact feeling, maybe you've had it. So you've had food poisoning, right?
1: Yeah, a few times.
0: <clears throat> and you know, you wake up in your bed around 3am and you've got this feeling and you're like, oh no.
1: <laughs> it's all about to hit me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then you
0: think, oh gosh, mate, you know, because you're comfy and warm in bed, you think like, I I don't want to get out of bed. I just want to stay here. Maybe it'll go away mm-hmm. in the morning. Mm-hmm. Maybe your body will deal with it. And then you lay there for a few minutes, you're like, I know what I got to do. I got to go talk on the porcelain telephone for a while. (laughs) Because you know that after you vomit, you're going to feel okay, right?
1: Momentarily, yeah. Yeah,
0: it's the the dread of it. Yeah. And eventually you go do it. Yeah. Okay, well, this is the exact same feeling, although you do not feel like vomiting at all. And you just feel like you're going to be stuck with this for a long time. And so it was this super uncomfortable feeling. And so, like, he encouraged us to move around or get up on all fours. Like, I did that. I got over the bucket. Because sometimes just getting in that position, your body has this feeling like you're going to. But that didn't work. Meanwhile, here, Sprinkles next door. um, Actually, just, he's like an elbow away. And he is kind of vomiting a little bit. I wouldn't say big ones, but he's. And I was a little. Sometimes when you hear other people throw up, it makes you want to throw Mm -hmm. up, right? Like, and stand by me. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but that didn't happen. That didn't make me want to vomit at all. And I was trying not to look at him. Not at this point we would not be laughing if we caught made eye contact. But I wanted him to have his own experience. Mm-hmm. And, but I was noticing what was going on, and I didn't have to do it at all. And Toto had said you will probably definitely vomit, and I was thinking, well, maybe I'm just that one percent that's not going to vomit. Don't know it because I just didn't feel like it. But man, I was uncomfortable. I was moving my body around, changing positions. I couldn't sit cross-legged, sort of in this lotus position, like on my hands and knees. And I tried all kinds of things, but I was just like, I couldn't get out of my own body fast enough because I thought, oh, this is torture. Like, why the fuck am I doing this? What, Like, all your all your self-doubt, all this stuff just comes to the surface like, oh, cool. what's going on, Trey? Okay, so then he's watching me the whole time, and he's saying that I'm super uncomfortable. He knows I haven't even done anything close to throwing up—not like sprinkles over there. And so he, he's watching me, and then I see him. He starts to fill up that hoppy bamboo thing again. No. Oh, oh god! <laughs> On Here top we of that. go. Here we go. Oh, another another little wrinkle in this is that the, we go to the same gym, right? Just Real Fitness, yeah. right? And, you know, Gary is my trainer. Mm-hmm. The day before, he just, like, ripped me a new one. Oh, no. And my back, my lower back was hurting. I actually retched it, like, doing deadlifts. So just sitting there, and this is hour three, I'm already in pain just in my back. <laughs> now my stomach hurts. My eyes are burning. My nasal cavity is burning. Like, and I can't get comfortable. I, my head hurts. I want to vomit. It's just like, this is rock bottom. And I see him filling up this a thing again. I'm like, oh, God. And he's putting some, now he's putting some kind of chili root into it. Right.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: And then so I'm moving around, and he fi- he finds me. You know, must be like landing on an aircraft carrier. Finds my nostril and blasts it into one nostril. And immediately, like I like go back against like the back corner, and I'm like I look like this des- desiccated spider. I'm shaking. My whole body is shaking. Sprinkle's body is shaking because it you you just shake uncontrollably. And I'm just making all the it, it look. It must have looked like an exorcism or something. And I was like, oh, my God, now my nasal it, and my whole brain was burning. My stomach hurt. And I'm like, oh, this is terrible.
1: Can't even focus on one pain.
0: Right. I'm just writhing everywhere. around on, on the ground. And then somehow he finds my other nostril and blasts more into it. I'm like, God damn it, Toto. You son <laughs> of a bitch. <laughs> I wasn't thinking that. I wasn't even thinking that. I was like, this is, it's all part of the process. That's intellectually. I know it's going to end. But then I felt like, oh, gosh, I need, need to cough. I should get over that bucket. So then I coughed and then immediately started vomiting, like one huge blast, oh. then a deep breath, and then another, then three times. After three times, he told me later, I don't remember this, but I was on my hands and knees and I was like, my legs were like kicking up in the air, and all this stuff. Like he said, my whole body was just like in this complete. Um, there's this whole exodus going on, right? So I did three big loads <laughs> like a little load purges <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, oh. i actually feel sick now right. <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> right yeah speaking of that you might you're wondering if this has a happy ending Right. I
1: don't, I'm not wondering. I just, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It does. <laughs> it's holding out, yeah. In a surprise move, Toto came over and gave us a, a hand job at the end. And that was the happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I didn't expect that. No, I'm just kidding. He didn't do that. That was not included with the price. Uh, <laughs> Actually, I'm
1: going to ask, is this yeah. an expensive undertaking?
0: Uh, No. No. A no. No. Uh, couple hundred bucks. Uh, and then I gave him some extra because he, he's about to have his first baby and stuff. And yeah. I just like the dude. Yeah, right. Anyway, um okay did not include a handy
1: Um, (laughs) just to be clear (laughs) uh
0: okay so then so after three um you know expulsions my i'm out of i'm just done and i was on my hands and knees there's nothing left in my stomach and then i got up on on my knees and i sort of like my hands on my hips is sort of this superman position and i wasn't shaking at all i was cool as a cucumber I was breathing normally, and I felt, I wouldn't say I felt ecstatic or great or anything, but I felt normal, and the delta between feeling normal and terrible is huge, so there was a certain ecstasy in that, I guess, and I felt great, and then he looked at me, and he nodded, he was like, you're done, and then he just invited me to lay down. Meanwhile, Sprinkles
1: still going. is not
0: done. <laughs> he is shaking. <laughs> you should see it, and then like... I feel bad for him. I know what he's going through. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and then he he does the hape to Sprinkles. and He's going all over the place too. He's still throwing up just a little bit. It's like just dribbling it out a little mm-hmm. bit, right? And then, so he's go- going out another half hour. Just wow. shaking and violent and moaning in pain. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that poor, poor Sprinkles. And so um, eventually he like, just doesn't, He's. He only vomited a little bit, maybe like twenty percent of his stomach.
1: The it, whole time. The maybe. whole time. Yeah, yeah. Right.
0: And I'm at hundred percent. It's not like it's a competition or anything, but we're just we're just different. And it was very interesting too, because he's he's younger than me, he's healthier than me, more fit, all this kind of stuff. So apparently, it has nothing to do with that.
1: Maybe it's a bigger blockage. Well, Whatever We'll get is. to that. Okay.
0: <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, just jumping. That's all right.
0: All right, uh, so then eventually Toto says, well, he's not gonna be able to empty his whole stomach, so then he invites Sprinkles to lay down. So we're laying down side by side. Again, we're elbow. and his whole body is still shaking, like uncontrollably. Even his head is banging on the oh, floor, and he's shaking the whole place. Later, he told me, and I agree, the shaking, it wasn't painful, it was just involuntary. Um, and it was weird to witness yourself shaking like that. I'm sure from the outside, it looks like pain but it it wasn't um so after maybe 15 minutes of shaking he calms down and breathes deeply then we just lay there i'm being very peaceful and meditating and you know thanking the froggy and thanking the universe and all that stuff you know affirmations gratitude meditation i meditate every day so i'm really into it and uh, i thought this is a really cool time to meditate um, eventually Sprinkles calms down and there'll be rest for another 10, 20 minutes. And he invites us to sit up and share our experiences. And we did, and it was great. And he was uh, very happy for us, sort of thing. Um, yeah, uh, I thought it was a really beautiful experience and, um, we left, um, you know, gave him a goodbye hug and all that kind of stuff. And, um, Anyway, yeah, Sprinkles reckoned that he didn't have, he found it very interesting, uh, but he didn't, he doesn't feel like he actually accomplished anything. So he, in fact, so he went back uh, a couple days ago uh, to see Toto again for a second Mm -hmm. ceremony. Toto told me that I didn't need another one, Mm -hmm. that I'm as clean and pure as the wind-driven snow. which is not true
1: yeah totally is full of it right
0: (laughs) we all have things that are i know i have stuff that's still fucked up about me that's why i'm on this quest. but anyway he really wanted to go back a couple days later uh or actually just recently i I saw him up at our gym industrial fitness we should get them to be a sponsor of the show (laughs) yeah you've said it three times now (laughs) i want to talk to that's
1: industrial fitness (laughs) In Queenstown? <laughs> yes.
0: 1304 <laughs> Gorge Road.
1: <laughs>
0: I don't know the actual road it's on. It
1: might be the tire shop. <laughs> i seen people the wrong place.
0: Anyway. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> uh, so Sprinkles me yeah. back. Yeah, so I saw him at the gym. Oh yeah. So now he showed me his other arm, and he had three burn marks. The oh. triple nipple. Oh, right. Which is not a term that's accepted by the combo community, <laughs> by just, the way. You've just coined that. Yeah. have you? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, actually, let me check my phone, because right before this, I sent him a note to see what is the, oh, he didn't tell me, but he, he generally feels calmer, um, and I think the same way, I've actually felt a little calmer. I had a very good friend who came over, and he, I told him you know parts of the same story, and he said, well, you know, in my, you look much more solid than normal. Which I, maybe I looked a little more <laughs> liquid <laughs> earlier. I don't know, but that was a nice thing to say. Yeah. I thought, and I I have felt good. Um, I've definitely it's been about six weeks, five weeks, not sure, uh, but I have lost some weight, mm. um, and I just feel better. I don't know, nothing groundbreaking or anything. Yeah, but uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I mean. I look better, right?
1: Yeah. Sorry, I was getting to that. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I haven't seen you so long. I can't even, yeah. I even remember. one. Except for this
0: injury, yeah, on I the bridge of my nose.
1: That's not from the.
0: No, that's not related. Oh. Uh, I was at I was at Industrial Fitness <laughs> <Cha-ching>. <laughs> ding, ding. and I was lifting weights like uh, dumbbells. Oh no! And was the, Gary not this, Then you. this really pretty lady <laughs> jumped in front of me and she was hi and smiled really big. And you went. And I was so surprised, because I'm not used to that, I dropped the dumbbell on my nose. <laughs>
1: oh, and everyone saw it, because there's mirrors. Oh, no. And then I yelled,
0: and then there's, like, blood gushing He's out.
1: the ultimate shame.
0: Oh, I know, so bad. <laughs> but anyway, I look so good. So smooth, Trent. I know. So smooth. But you do admit I look good, except for this gaping yeah, head wound well, that's open. Well, gaping
1: head wound adds a certain, you know. Right. Bad boy <laughs> <I'm an laughs> element.
0: quoi?
1: you want to say quoi? <laughs> Um yeah. so just wanted to ask about sprinkles and his three Yeah burns. The triple nipple. So what did what what did the shaman say? Why did he need three? Like what did they do differently? Did he think he needed a bit extra? Probably or even something? more poison. Yeah.
0: Yeah, probably didn't have enough.
1: Didn't have enough. Yeah. And did and yeah. was his second experience more like your first like your one?
0: Yeah, it like was. It was time. more like that. And um Yeah, I've seen... Actually, I've been reading more about this. Some people get like seven. Wow. Um, Yeah, there's a few YouTube videos about people that have tried it. And um, yeah, so I guess it really depends. But I I would like to see some scientific studies on this. Although it's really hard to measure these things. Because everyone has such different responses. You know, it's not like testing an antibiotic on people. Like you know whether or not it works. Um, Yeah, so this very gray zone. Anyway, I don't know. I feel better.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: even though in had a really bad 45 minutes there.
1: Yeah. Um, you said it was beautiful. I was going to ask why you thought it was beautiful.
0: I don't know. I think part of it is just not having any fear and just like kind of fusing with nature in a way. Mm-hmm. For better or for worse. And like... Um, and I thought that that was nice and like beautiful from my own perspective, because I think just having an open mind and being experimental, like not to the point of dying because I have people that depend on me. You know, I have family and friends and business people depend on me. So I don't want to fuck myself up to the degree that I'm incapacitated. But So I, I think it's I'm only emboldened to be more experimental and try and try other things because I think living a life without fear is a pretty cool thing. And some of these other experiences, which we'll talk about in other episodes, have been like full death experiences, full death. And once you come back from that, uh, which I have many times, um, you just appreciate life so much and you overcome this fear of death. I'm not afraid of death. And I think that is the epicenter from which all other fears emanate. So once you conquer the fear of death, then everything else is kind of a cakewalk and beautiful.
1: True, true, true. True that. True that.
0: True that. Anyway, uh, have I persuaded you to Uh, try this? or I probably did the opposite. (laughs) I feel like
1: I've been there a little bit for you, like through this. I just, no, I'm not persuaded. That's But I'm intrigued and open-minded about hearing more stories. Yeah, more. Like I said, I just live vicariously through your stories.
0: Got a lot. Got a lot. All right. Well, thank you, Harry. Good thanks to see sure.
1: you. Likewise.
0: Okay, maybe next time I'll see you at the gym, and I'll injure myself in a <laughs> new way. Yeah, I'll go. You Hi. weren't the one, by the <laughs> I'll
1: just wait for the right moment.
0: Right, and I just fall off the pull-up bar and <laughs> crumple to the ground. Tickle,
1: tickle, tickle. Oh gosh. <laughs> all
0: right, hey, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, if you have any comments, just leave them below. Check all the links to find out more. Um, hope you had a good time. See you on the flip side. Ciao, bella. Is that a cool way to end it. I didn't know, I the know. Color. it wasn't that cool. I'll work on that.
1: Well, Bella only, only refers to females, so. does it? Ciao, Ch- Bella, ciao, Bella for females, Bello for men. Oh, mm. right, it's a masculine, feminine. Yep,
0: yeah, okay.
1: So we just say, Ciao. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want to thank everyone out there that makes this pod possible. First, I want to thank those of you non-cheapskates that subscribe at stuckandcustoms.com slash passport. You guys are like way better than those other guys. I also want to thank the great Sam Wave for his music and sound. Check out our new fractal company at www.themachineelf.com. There's a dash between the machine and elf. So two dashes there last. I want to thank Stu Davidson, my Scottish superman for doing all the engineering and support. I don't care what everyone else is saying, but I think you're the best, Stu. Join me to hear about the next molecule in episode two. That episode is called acid at burning man and the Asian stalker. You don't want to miss it. Oh, and I'm happy to report that since the recording of this podcast. Toto has had his beautiful Pepe. Okay. Uh, Excuse me. Okay. Frog in the throat. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't how I did it. You don't just you <laughs> don't just jam a they frog down your throat and gulp. And that's not the way it's imbibed.